Merry Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Nerdy Neighbors of PA. This episode is about Christmas, Christmas music, Christmas movies, favorite toys, and favorite moments. So sit back and relax this special episode of the Nerdy Neighbors of PA. Three, two, one. We are live on Facebook. Hi, Chris. Hey, Rob. Hello. Good. How are you? Good, man. Are you any different than you were two seconds ago? When no, we no, okay. no. But the, let the let the audience know that we're doing good. You know, the illusion of theater. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, what's our theater? It's the Nerdy Neighbors of PA podcast. I don't know why I do this introduction for no one but us, but for the show, for the podcast, well, I guess for the podcast, yeah, for the podcast. Okay, do it for the podcast. You got to do it for the podcast. So I think this man. is Nerdy Neighbors. Of- I think this is Nerdy Neighbors of Pennsylvania episode 10. Nine. I was wrong about seven. But this is nine. Ten's next week. You sure? I'm positive. Nine. I was. Okay. You should have throat right. punched me that week. You should have throat punched me. And now I would have been fine. Yeah. This is episode. You were wrong. Yeah, I was totally wrong. wrong. Humility. Your camera. Humility. I love it. <laughs> oh, what's your... Uh, all right. Show us your shirt this week. What's your oh, geek shirt? Seen it. Oh, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, and I'll love when Caden actually sees the movies and realizes how dark that t-shirt is. Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Right. So, but now, yeah. So, how are you doing? Yeah. We haven't podcasted in many weeks. Uh, three, three weeks. Way too yeah. long. Because I had my long. wonderful uh, ablation. So I had my ablation surgery, and then didn't feel like doing anything after that. And work was yeah. more than enough during that time. Yeah. Yeah. How's work? Busy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh not this week. We have off the whole between Christmas and New Year's. Ooh. ooh. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's corporate world stuff. Well, isn't it? you know. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in mark I'm in marketing and advertising. We support companies that none of them work for most of December. So Right. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And you see a lot we can the, do for them if they're not in the office. Right. And that's what my wife, you know, she's in a corporate world. She says the same thing when she's like, well, there's nothing I can do. It's like Talladega Nights. What am I supposed to do with my hands? So, so, um, now a lot of companies like don't expect you to do anything, but they'll make you take the time out of your, we have unlimited vacation time. So I guess it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Right. But they give us the whole week off. It's, I like working for a British company. They're good to work for. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were British. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. I didn't know they that. are. Yeah. Wow. So we have offices pretty... in the U.S., but they originally started in the U.K. Nice. Okay. That's cool. You know, know how that. do you see how do you see chat? I want to know how you see chat on this. Yeah, I didn't see it last time. That was uh, disappointing. Father son. Yeah. And, and if you go to actual Facebook and try and watch it, then you get a. Uh, you know, screw it. If I leave the volume off here, I can see. You gotta, it's almost like you have to open in a separate window. That is not user-friendly, Facebook. Fuck no, you. it's not. Come on, Facebook. Facebook. It's like, you know. Stupid. You give so us you're... this free service. We want it to be exactly what we want. <laughs> First world problems. Uh, <laughs> We're entitled. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you're looking good. You look great since the surgery Thanks, and everything. Mom. You look really good. Thank you. Um, I, uh, well, you. when you got the ablation, I got hurt 
from the back. So I was on from the back, meaning a meaning your meaning a back attacked you. The back attacked me. Your back I, uh, was hurt by yeah, what? And then, what was your well, back hurt by? I was uh, lifting a patient. So our intros, uh, you know, my name's Chris Lakis. Anyway, as a full-timer, oh, yeah. as my job, I am an EMT career in the local area of PA, one of the local areas. And um, I was lifting a patient, and I lifted, and I went over, and I put it down. And then I couldn't get back up. <laughs> I couldn't feel my back after that. And it was in sharp pain. And uh, yeah, so I had to go home. Oh. And I was I was out for at least four, four days. And I was back the next following week. Then I got... Wow. How, heavy, how heavy was the person? Uh, about 260, 280, 260. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. So, yeah. So yeah. that's that's average though. That's average. That's average. That's average. What? Yeah, I mean, man. They're not. Average. They're not. They're not getting any smaller. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> they're not getting any smaller. So. I'm I'm six five. I'm six five two thirty, and I am not average at that size. Well, it's funny you say that because the first day back at work, I had two of you <laughs> as my first calls. <laughs> And they were not. My problem is I don't fit. My problem is I don't, I don't fit on any medical devices like stretchers or cat scans or like operating tables. Yep. Like they have yep. to like put extra extenders on for me because uh -huh. the world is yep. just not made for <clears throat> someone who's six foot five. Yet I don't know. Like you found you had two of me, so we can't be that rare. I guess the same day. The same day it was great. First patient was like, I'm six uh -huh. four two. 40. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, the last guy was six, oh, okay. six five, 260. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then that's when that's I knew great. I was like, oh, yeah, my back's great now. And then after that, I didn't is there a tip or a t is there a tip? Is there a tip or a technique for hoisting these people? Like, how do you how do you do it? Well, we um, well, you don't lift with your back, and some of us just forget that. So you lift okay. with your legs. And that's yeah. even with just picking up a pen, you should be lifting with your legs. I mean, it sounds stupid, but you should be lifting sure. with your legs yeah. with anything. Um, because you've heard the story that some people who will lift, will grab a pen, and then they're like, oh, my bag's out. They should be lifting with their sure. legs, not with yeah. their um, And then, you know, you have the police department who – in all the areas that I work for are amazing. Um, the police departments come out to every call that we go to, and we go to every call that they go to. So 98% of the EMS and police are always called. Always. And then, wow. um, so we have them to help, which they are amazing. And then you have your partner, and sometimes that's it. So sure. lift with your back. I mean, <laughs> lift with your legs, not with your back. Uh, so. Okay. Good one. <laughs> So, if I ever have to lift something, I will absolutely lift look with into that. Your, yes. Don't 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 bend over and you know. Um, uh, but then after that, we just you didn't uh, I didn't think you felt like you were ready to go. I was back to sick again it was nothing really serious. It was just a sinus the uh, warm weather, because you know that's great. Fifty degree weather and just yeah. So back and forth. I, I'm man. fine. I, you know, I don't have to, I don't 
I don't have kids, so I'm fine with global warming. Like I, I've kind of been enjoying this 55, yeah, 60. Yeah. It's like 60 today in December. It was That's 60. Insane. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, personally, I love it. I know the sea levels won't love it in the next 20 years, but no, no. And I'm from Florida, so you know. But I've been up here oh, for yeah. now, like for what have I married? 14, 15 years now. And I'm just used to the cold. So That's when it enough. doesn't go 50 so, degrees, my head hurts. <laughs> and I and I think some people I think some people are just I think some people are just oriented towards cold or hot weather. Like I just see even if you're born in a you know tropical <laughs> hellscape like Florida, um, you know, you just you're you're a cold weather person. You could be a cold weather person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get acclimated really fast. Yeah. So and then, like, uh, Christmas yeah. Eve night, and, you know, you know, talk about, let's talk about Christmas for a second. How was your Christmas? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was wonderful. Very low-key this year, because, again, nice. I've had surgery. Um, you know, we pretty much have said, we're just going to take care of the dog on Christmas, as far as presents are concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did get a couple new games. So, um Ooh. Big board gamer is uh, part of the geek pantheon, and there's this game called Clank, um, and then it's a deck builder board game, and then there's another one called Harry Potter, which is a um, cooperative deck builder game, and we got the expansion packs for those. So we'll be really? playing the Clank and Harry Potter expansion packs. Yeah. Wow. That's How about awesome. you? How was your Christmas? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm glad all the kids got presents. My uh, son got a lot of presents, and thank you for his present. Um, uh, we love it. It's great. It was really uh, the Spider-Man your, puzzle. It was, your, it was your present. Uh, oh, well, that's fine. Oh, yeah, the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we love that, and um, so he got a lot of cool stuff. As for Christmas Day, just cool. it's, it's just it stanked 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 um just with the christmas eve shift we had the night before and um you know public service announcement just 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 for psa this is all my brothers and sisters out there who are driving ambulances and working the shifts if anybody's in the public and decides to see an ambulance don't pull forward in front of it don't 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 speed up and don't follow us how about you uh state law to pull to the to the right as we are on the left lane pull to the right and let us go by let's do it again pull to the right mm-hmm. let us go by so that's your public that service particularly a problem on christmas is that was that a problem just on christmas or uh it was uh we had a lot it was weird we had a lot of accidents on christmas eve uh actually the day before on 23rd and we had a lot of we had some couple accidents on the 24th and uh, it was just busy and people just being people. Um, and then um, I felt under the weather. Uh, I think I got really bad food poisoning the night before, which led into Christmas Eve. And then um, I had to stay home. So I didn't get to go out and I didn't get to go with my family. And um, it stinked. Wow. It stinked. Well, but I hope you played some Spider. I hope you played some Spider Man at least. I didn't even. I, yeah, I had a bad man. It was bad. Like if I got a bad like Imodium. Let's just put that medication out there. Imodium. So. All right. But other okay. than that, 
other than that, we are on this podcast tonight, and we are talking about Christmas. We are because I still love Christmas. So good, but you shouldn't love one bad Christmas. No, an entire hate for the holidays. So no, no, how are we? I didn't prepare podcast at all because I figured you would see Spider Man or Matrix and or Matrix. So um, <laughs> that's okay. I, did, I didn't do uh, I didn't do any of the homework for this. So what do you got? How are we right, talking so about the holidays? We got, that has, oh, dude, we got. Let me let me put my hands together. All right, free my mind. Free we my said mind. you have. We have. Wait, <laughs> we have news. We have news as well. We do. Right? We do. Let, 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 let me okay. free my mind. Let me free my mind. Okay, free yeah. my mind. All right. So and the rest first, will follow. The first tri- line. Don't be let's so talk. About, let's talk about the elephant in the room, the new Punisher logo. A, a particular person <laughs> who I love in this room right now said, <laughs> "What did he say? What was your post? Please say it. Please say it. Please say it." <laughs> My post was that. Um, so now the Punisher only hunts jackalopes. I wish we could show. <laughs> there's probably a way to actually show. Uh, like, dude, I know. Uh, hmm. Yeah. It it looks. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm gonna pull it myself too. It just looks. Well, now I look... want to know if there's a way to actually share it with the audience. Yeah, it just you know I don't stupid. I don't know what to say about it. it looks well, like... give the history of what's going on. Give the audience context. So and here's the thing it's a new story it's a new from what i read on the article it's a new story a new storyline of what he is battling for but if anybody knows the punisher and the punisher symbol it's kind of universal on something especially in the military or in the police or in the first responder area or just the comic book itself i mean frank castle it's a skull of you know of what it stands for as far as fighting crime, fighting um, gangsters or rapists or murderers or stuff like that. And that's his symbol as a vengeance and justice. And now Marvel came out with a new symbol of it. And it just looks like an elephant with two horns. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's, I mean, um... a Jacqueline. A jack- <laughs> I just... It looks like I, a jackalope. It looks like the skull of a jackalope. Yeah. It looks like a skull of a jackalope. And, and the problem is, and, and, and like I said, I'm in the mood. The woke people were trying to like, we're going to get rid of the skull. Just get rid of it. It's stupid. And I'm like, wait a minute. It, it, it's nothing bad. It's just a skull. It's just, it's just the comic book. And, and, and it wasn't even about that. It's not even about why they changed it. They just changed it for a new storyline and what he's battling. And it looks, I mean, I'll be honest, it looks stupid. It just looks stupid. And what's your, what, yeah. what do you feel? I mean, well, how do you feel about it? They let, they let real world events dictate into a story, right? So I've got two thoughts on this. One, I, it is a shame that it has been appropriated, that the symbol has been appropriated. So I understand to a certain extent the desire to distance and have a lack of association with that. And the arts has always been more um, liberal, right? I mean, the, 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 the art side of things has always been sort of at the forefront of societal uh, change. And I just think that there is, yeah, there was probably time and a place to let it retire, let it simmer for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why this? 
I don't know. Like, why this choice? There's a million different ways to restylize a skull. And I just don't understand why they would pick a fucking jackalope. Like, <laughs> you know, it was a human skull before. And now it's, you know, like you said, it's got, it, it's like the elephant man skull. It's it just, it doesn't make any sense. And I know there's a whole story it, around it. And that's, it that's does. fine, it, but. I, right. It is what it is. It's a, it's a time of just to let it be. And maybe I'm more like in your sense of just whatever. Let it be. Okay. That's what they want. And at the end of the day, if this is what they think that money's going to be bringing in, this is not what money's going to be bringing in. It's just stupid. And I'm, bro- but I'm a blunt, honest guy, and I'm just stupid. So, so it's just, You're not I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you won't get any nostalgia factor out of it. Um, I will say, though, change happens. And I, you tell me there won't be any play out of this. I'll challenge that to say that if they do a movie in the next two years and this is a symbol, this will be the symbol that takes over the new zeitgeist. I mean, this will be what people will know moving forward as the Punisher symbol. The media is that easy to manipulate. Yes. Can I, can I do it again? That's my disappointment. Uh, Nah, All right, man. Yeah. Right, whatever. I just I don't I don't know. I I don't disagree, but I don't agree. I really hope for the best that this is not like I'm the old guy with the get off my Kentucky green grass. This is not my Punisher symbol. This is not my Punisher. I don't care what you say, and you know, whatever. Dude, everybody experiences it as you approach forty, basically. You know, and you can say that I'm going to move on with this world and see what comes next, or I'm gonna get stuck in, you know, I'm gonna get stuck in the La Brea tar pit. I, the thing for me is like, I would not enjoy any com, I would not enjoy any comics or anything these days if it was solely holding on to the past. One, I do wanna see something new and different, right? I mean, I'm, I have never been averse to them changing the status quo because what the hell else good is a story if you're gonna be just regurgitating the same shit. So, I mean, I've never been precious about that. I I think they've made bad, silly choices like this logo. So, again, I'm not averse to changing or updating the logo. I'm just averse to this choice of it becoming a cattle head. That was the first thing I said, like, what's he punishing? Cows and bulls? Like, (laughs) when I I saw it, I mean, why why does it have It just doesn't, it makes no sense. and, And that's the thing, like, as a Punisher guy who's read the Punisher comic books, who's done the movies, and and when I say the movies, I didn't I don't mean Warzone, I mean Thomas Jane's Punisher. And probably not a lot of people like it. Not people, I really don't care. I don't really don't care. I is that the Netflix one? Movie. That's actually the one with John John Travolta and Thomas Jane. That was uh, came out in two thousand and four. Yeah. Uh, it was it was fantastic. It wasn't like just like John Berthall and Netflix and Thomas Shane, they both read the Punisher comic books and they wanted the roles to be just it was a Frank Castle. People, fans loved it. I loved it. That right. skull means things. That skull means something. And if uh, Sean Binfield, who was one of my partners and who's our average, his Facebook, darn Facebook, uh, his account got oh, uh, uh, a hacked hack or something. I don't know. He's got to fix it. But the reason that's why he's not on here. But he was the same way. It's 
you know, here's the thing. The world's not rainbows and unicorns. I think we can all agree to that. And for some people who, and especially in the military or in first responder or anything like that, that, that school means something. That, that it's just, it's like Superman's S, right? So it, it means something. It is means it so, Chris? Well, Chris, well, 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 well. No. here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is like Mike Zapsic in comic book, man. He's like, he's not a hero. Here's the thing. He's a hero. In a particular way of looking at it, he's a hero. And not only people are like, well, he's not a hero. He kills people. Okay, he's not Batman. All right, Batman, he didn't want to kill people, but whatever. This guy, it's not unicorns or rainbows. And you take that world, you take the real world, and you're like, I can, I can see his point of view. There's bad people. There's bad guys. So when you change something like this, yeah. this is like when they do all the time, you still have fans who care. You still have fans who, who are passionate about this. And this one is just get off my Kentucky green grass kind of deal. <laughs> so oh, it's just, it's you just, have, it's just you clearly have your line. I do. I do. Get off my Kentucky green grass. <laughs> I do. I just, I, I realize the one talk about that. You just, especially, you know, when they basically threw continuity out the window in comic books and they said, there's no continuity anymore. We're going to restart and reinvent and refresh whenever we want to. And I realized yeah. at that point in time, I, you know, and I did, I took you, I've taken a huge step back from, you know, my comic collection was ginormous for years and I did take a hard step back during that time. But yeah. after I was done, I guess, shunning it for a period of time, I said, you know, I do miss these stories. So I, you know, I've come back for seminal moments. I think where I've gotten to at this point is I can enjoy pieces of it. I'm never again going to enjoy all of it because all of it, frankly, has changed. It's not, they're not interconnected universes anymore. They're, they're, it's, the, it's the day of the IP. It's the day of the intellectual property superseding uh, any kind of meta universe. Because each of those individual properties contribute to the meta universe of the corporate coffers, and that's their main goal. So if they saw a dip in Punisher sales because of the incel, because of whoever was appropriating it, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's absolutely, they're going to make a shift. I would point your ire less at Marvel and more at the hate groups that appropriated it because that was the real problem with it. Right? Yeah, I get so, it. I mean, that's I get really it. where yeah. you should be shaking your fist and screaming, yeah. you assholes took this over from us. Not yeah. cool. Yeah, I get it. And 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 my question to you is, do you think when when's the S going to change? When is when is everything else going to change? And I'm not, you know, uh, when the, the Nazis day, when the Nazis fully come back, when the Nazis fully come back again and they just go with one <laughs> S this time instead of an S. They want to simplify it. So that's when you will see the Superman symbol change. Right, 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 right. Oh, I get it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes, yes, yeah, right. yes, yeah, I got it. But, uh, but uh, hey, so like, and here's the thing: like, I got two things. Two things. All right. So one is, um, and I I agree with you. Like, it's all about, right? So it's all about money, and it's all about that. But you know, for the for for yourself and for me, the fans, the fans, like. Yeah. It's all about the fans. It's not about the money. It's about the fans. For you know, for them, it's all about no, money. No, it's for not. Fans, it's, it's well. What I mean is, what I mean is, it's about it's about the fans, and they don't care. And that's where it's like, 
for us to have that as sentimental that that way you just don't care and not you in particular some of the fans do and some of the fans now i understand but some of the fans do care they don't make these decisions unless they're afraid of a sales backlash Right. So there are fans, there are, there are fans of not the same, you can enjoy the same character, but not be on the same page about a lot of other stuff. I found with comic books, comic books can be a great mediator between very different lifestyles. Um, Because you can enjoy that character together, but then you kind of go, we've got nothing else in common. I've made quite a few friendships like that. Um, But you can't say that the fans don't care because then they wouldn't have made the change. Right. Some fans don't care. Like, I never knew this connection with the Punisher symbol being part of the EMS community. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, not, it is somewhat, somewhat, but if it goes, it goes more in depth with the military and the first responders, like just the police and stuff. Like, okay. Um, and right. just, it's, it's just more military than anything else. Uh, it's just, uh, okay. if you looked up um american sniper or that platoon or that uh that group with chris kyles or there's another guy I follow called uh, name of jocko wildnick who was in charge of that they, they were called the punishers and because one guy who was in the okay. platoon seal platoon read the frank castle punisher book um so that's why i mean i don't mean i'm sorry let me rephrase that fans do care i just don't think the corporate people care that's what i mean and then they just go off corporate people yeah. like just they they just start changing things to think that that will make a difference that they will that yeah you know what i'm saying like well, they, just they, they do more have, money they and, have to, they yeah they have to change they don't always make the right change so i mean there's right. really there's a thing in the in the arts there's really like a thing in like I want to say the arts, but the, you know, the more creative types of jobs within corporate America, where mm-hmm. you basically get a lot of room to fail, right? You, you, you'll never hit a success unless you fail eight times, right? For mm-hmm. instance, it's not an exact number, it fluctuates, but you've got to give that room for, let's throw something completely different out there. Or let's, you know, there's a business driver, there's a reason, there's a political climate for making the change, and then there's the type of change that's made. And that's where you really have to, you're not so much the guy shaking his fist, get off of my lawn, because you would have been fine probably with maybe a more stylized version of the old logo. It's the jackass stupidry with stupidity with which they, made this change that you just kind right. of go fuck dude it's like yeah yeah you you make me smile inside i just love you rob you're awesome oh well man. thank you buddy you make me feel better i'm glad I you, can really you, you really do you really do i'm glad i can help you <laughs> you really do i'm glad i can uh, help you transition into middle age <laughs> uh transition you say um the multiverse trailer yeah. The Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness. Did you watch the trailer? What'd you think? Uh, I didn't know that this was part of it. So go ahead and talk. <laughs> I saw the end credit scene. I saw the I saw the end credit scene at the end of Spider Man. So I mean, I think I know enough to talk about it. But okay. no, I didn't see that they dropped in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that looks good. I mean, like go ahead and talk like, about we, it. We we always like say about new trailers and stuff like that with teasers. Well, I don't know enough about it. It just looks good. <laughs> um, 
somebody did a uh, what if kind of side by side of Marvel's what if and the trailer for the multi madness. Yeah. And it was kind of like right there. So I don't know if they were trying to do a what if Doctor Strange into the multiverse madness. Um, in the trailer, you do see uh, you do see Wanda. So I knew that was going to happen. And um, it looks interesting. Doesn't look yeah. good as far as what's going to happen, but it does look interesting. So, well, it's all they're going to tease out right now because it's not going to come out till twenty twenty two, right? Right, uh, May May of twenty twenty two. Well, I mean, it's only that's only that's only a week away. Never mind. I know, I know, Philly. <laughs> it's a qu- in around a quarter. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm amazed how I'm amazed how quickly. I'm amazed at how quickly Marvel has jumped into the multiverse. Like I thought for sure this next phase was going to be all scrolls all the time. They were going to do a secret war kind of thing, but they've really, they've, yeah, they've just kind of surprised that they're broadening it all this quickly. And I wonder, yeah, especially watching Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man on Christmas Eve. Um, are they doing a lot of this because DC has had flashpoint in the works for that? five years we've been hearing about it four years yep i wonder yep. how much of this multiverse decisionary was done mainly just so they because if you know i mean the multiverse they, those have always been some of my favorite comic books has been anything that's been multiverse right. i remember when we did our podcast on comics together my other co-host hated anything multiverse because it didn't have any permanence to it or stickitude um right. i i always those are my, always my favorite books so um right. and so yeah i'm really glad they're making this because it just does it just broadens out everything and it's a very smart move as they acquire properties from other media companies right as they acquire the fox properties um the sony properties as, as we saw with spider-man i don't think it's any huge spoiler that there's going there's multiple spider-mans in the new spider-man movie um they it's it's a smart business decision to be able to bring all that in organically like just as we're talking about like do a little bit of fan service as they change to the new that's a good transition unlike the punisher logo oh oh so that's my feelings on the multiverse yeah and you were always a big I mean, we, when even when we started in our, like a couple episodes back you were always about the multiverse and you loved it and you talked about that and yeah i'm really starting to grow into it i'm really not it's just one of those things like with me i'm not going to be like get all book of turkey green grass i gotta i'll change i'll like all right all right i'm feeling it and um i'm feeling it i'm i'm liking what i'm seeing um you know and i i knew it was more competition to get to dc especially what they're trying to do with the multiverse now with um, even when they did it with CW and, and with their shows and, and when they've already tried it, what they're already doing in the last four or five years and, or two years because. Well, that was, I mean, DC, DC was just a copy of what they did with that was crisis on infinite earths. Like, and so have you ever read the crisis, you saw the crisis on CW show, I take it uh uh yes yes i watched briefly of it yes 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 okay you didn't buy it but you didn't dive into it it was a pale comparison to what they did in the comics which basically launched a whole new age of comics like it was that much of a seminal book back in the 80s that you know it's just kind of it's one of the bibles of comics i would you know one of the ones i'd say like if you want to say you're a comic person 
I mean, you can say you're a comic person if you just read anything that's out now, but right. you really want one of those historical deep dives. Crisis on Infinite Earths is a very good one. And it's really, it was a great um, exploration of a well-done multiverse comic book. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And um, the CW version of it was a pale Yeah, comparison. it was. I, yeah, I, yeah, it's just all brief. From, I'm still going through CW shows right now, and, and I'm enjoying those, but um, I just knew when you hit it about Flashpoint and what they have done. But, you know, with that, this is good leadership, right? This is good leadership point of corporate or Kevin Feige. You know, we've had 10 years of success with the Avengers. We got to can't keep telling the story. We got to change. We got to keep going mm-hmm. with something new. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. But they did it such in a good transition. Slow. It's not fast. It's not like... Oh, what the hell right. is this? So I think they're doing a well. Great and job with the that. T- and also the really good decision with the TV shows, right? The TV shows have been doing a great job, and you know, shit, the whole pandemic, right? I mean, it was a way to keep producing good stories, keep the universe growing and expanding, and do it on a fairly, you know, on a much tighter budget, much easier budget. Not that I imagine most of these shows are that much cheaper than movies, but I imagine there's probably some cost efficiencies, right? I mean, the new Hawkeye is phenomenal. Have you watched any of that? I keep failing no? you. Okay. I keep failing you. I feel like every time we get on, I'm you like, don't. man, you how am I going to fail Rob? <laughs> you don't fail me. You fail you. You're only failing yourself. I've watched Hawkeye. It's great. I know. I, I and, and the holidays are almost over, man. We're going to get through this. <laughs> You gotta get through this. The time you watch this show. I know, I know. It's, I, they got the kid running around. Mary's like, uh, I gotta watch yeah, all these reality I, shows. Yeah. Uh, I know. Hey, but by the way, I do have to ask I, because I listen to another podcast uh, called Tesdy, um, Tell Them Steve Dave, um, which reminds me of you. When's the last time have you read a new comic book? Like, do you still read comic books to today, or do you like oh. did you stop at a certain year? Not and so not, I'm not I'm not reading on the reg. So I stopped the weekly comic book shopping experience in 20, uh, 2019, I would say. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, used to go every I used to go every Wednesday, and then again I did the thing for you know I wrote Brainy Cool News, so mm-hmm. I would get a lot of the books on Monday and Tuesday because they wanted the reviews to drop midnight on Wednesday when they would hit the stores. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was my life for, you know, with the reporting side of it. I was reading a lot of books I just didn't really care about personally. So, I mean, I'd buy the books I wanted to read from the store. Mm-hmm. They would get in a big pile because just life and other things. Um, and then I was reading a lot of just what they were sending me as comps so for the review thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm not enjoying this anymore. And they changed the nature of comic books, right? That whole thing with... When they basically put the the line in the sand, and this was more of a DC thing than a Marvel thing, but continuity doesn't matter anymore. I go, well, I don't really care that much about being this heavily devoted to a serial medium that mm-hmm. doesn't care about itself, right? If you don't care, if none of this has some sticking to it, some permanence, like if you're not going to make recalls to this a couple of years down the road, this is very different than my comic reading experience growing up. And go on how you have to comics i fully understand right kids aren't reading as much these days that's pretty much all we had back in the day for Mm -hmm. 
uh, that level of fanciful fare in a visual medium, it had to be mm -hmm. done in comic book format, right? There was no, you couldn't do it on video. Gotcha. So I, I'm fine, you know, with them moving on, but it just didn't move past me as, as a medium. Now, with that said, yeah, I still read some of what I'll call seminal books that come out. So I have a lifelong affection with the X-Men. I've got every issue of the X-Men from number one through, uh, you know, 2019. So uh the x-men i will always dip back into and so there's a guy named matt fraction who basically rechanged all the x-men over the past like two years and so i've read a couple of those uh hardcovers i'm not going to go back to individual issues ever again they're too much to, they're too much to maintain and for the price point you're not just not getting it takes five issues to do a complete story generally speaking that's a mm -hmm. that's a traditional arc is five issues Mm -hmm. uh, coming out over five months at $4 a pop for each of the individual comics. For me, it's just, I'd rather wait till the story's over. Cause you know, you can read an average comic book now in 10 minutes. It's 22 pages mm -hmm. with ads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, for that $4 you're spending, that's not a lot of entertainment time and you're getting an incomplete story. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. It's called the cliffhanger. That's great. But, you know, I just get five months to read a story or just get the whole thing in trade when it comes out. I'm of the mindset to just do it that way. And the hardcover editions are really nice. So, you know, right. Right. a nice indelible product. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and that's yeah. why I want to ask. That's why I come to you either. Like, I feel like you, the comic book king, man. I love, I love it. And uh, thank oh, you for thank, thank you, you for the curses. For everybody... Oh yeah, you're welcome. Those, and those are great. Uh, those Star Wars books are great. It's uh, a lot of uh, Jason Aaron and Charles Soule. They're just very two phenomenal writers. They did a good. They did Marvel did a very good job with this, yeah. with the Star Wars books. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. excited. See, Merry Christmas. Cool. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's that's a good segue to our next topic. Um, Actually, no, before we go, uh, the Matrix out, Spidey's out. Um, I am happy. Well, I don't want to talk about him until you've seen him. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me, give me, give me, give me what you think, though. Give me, you don't have to tell me anything, you know, but give me, like, uh, what you, what you think. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll come back to these, but, you know. Spidey, it's, Spidey, it's almost impossible to talk about without spoiling what happens. So, I mean, it's, it, I, I don't want to do that to you, especially because I have that wonderful. PSA at the beginning of the movie where they actually ask people not to spoil it. So I'm fine giving a warning and then a 10 count for anybody that's coming to the podcast, but for you, I just go enjoy it. It's, it's excellent. It's phenomenal. It's, it's a, if this is the last of these for Tom Holland, they did a great job story-wise and everything else setting up the new direction that they could go in. That makes sense. Unlike any other past Spider-Man transition because it was always done for money. Um, so, and you get the feel good funny too. If you've watched all the Spider-Mans, you get really nice member berries from this. Um, Matrix Res Resurrection, it's fine for what it is. It's good for what it is. Um, will your mind be blown like it was in the 90s the first time seeing the Matrix? No, because we've seen the wire work. We've seen the bullet time there's mm -hmm. they really haven't added anything new from a technological perspective for that yeah. um now if you do want to see something very cool technologically different for uh matrix theme the unreal game engine uh introduced a matrix demo that looks like grand theft auto 6 
it is so freaking cool looking. It's going to be on all the next gen consoles. So if you want to check really? that out, that's that of the Matrix was revolutionary. The movie um, gets very meta, which again, I you know I enjoyed what they put into it, the disparate pieces that they put into it. Overall, did we need it? Are you saying it's like closure? Like after in game, like no, we, no, we no, 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 no. It's okay. It's not. Okay. It's not closure. Okay. It's not okay. closure at all. It's okay. opening up. It's opening up for a new Matrix trilogy, I guess. And again, they've got some very cool concepts in it, and there is some fun with it. The whole concept of a reboot. They work that into the the concept of the the story, the new Matrix that Neo finds himself in. Um, so again, there was, there was some fun concepts. Again, did we need it though? Eh. My question, if I'm a marketing I'm glad guy, it was on H. I'm glad it was on, I'm glad it was on HBO max. I wouldn't have paid for it in the movie. Okay. So I've been annoyed. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was, that's my next question. Like, if, like I'm thinking, I'm watching this. I'm thinking about this. Like, is this a great, like as a marketing guy and a PR guy and like getting it out, would this be smart right now? Especially when Spider-Man's coming out, like, are you trying to go head to head with that? Like, what do you, what do yeah. you think? Well, you got to have something. You as as a competing studio, you've got to have something on the market. Okay. I mean, you'll divert some of the you'll divert some of the dollars to you. I mean, all the business models are changing now that you've got this same day streaming, right? Now that you've got HBO, it's bundled in your HBO Max package or an add-on your Disney Plus, that changes a lot of the economics of this. But yeah, if I'm Warner Brothers, there's going to be X number of people coming to the movies during this time period. Yeah, you've got to have product in play. I mean, you know, you heard that saying, you know, you'll never complete 100%, you know, you'll never complete 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. No, I heard you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to, you've got to take that shot and you've got to be out there. So that's Warner Brothers saying, oh, they've got this big Spider-Man movie coming out. We need to get something out there. The nostalgia element of the two, shit, man. Just welcome to modern day entertainment. I mean, that's nobody. Okay. There's not a lot of original stuff, right? Um, which will lead to our like. Well, I gotta ask you this. All right, so it leads you to my next question. Yeah, I'm gonna lead us to our topics. Merry Christmas, Rob. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. Uh, you. What's a Rob? Christmas story like do you have a Christmas story for yourself like in the 45 years I made you younger I don't care uh of Rob what's like your favorite Christmas story no problem dude you look good man you look really personal my personal yeah thank you for my personal favorite Christmas story yeah I would say it was probably the Christmas when we went down to Disney World and um my dad had a contract. My dad basically, Disney World was his account, so we got some backstage passes and things like that at Epcot in the mid-80s. And I was like wow. 10 or 11 when we went down, and, you know, they had all these robots and animatronic things, and then um, we got to go slip behind the scenes and see how it was all made, and I got to see that the magic of Disney was basically um, just a bunch of servers. Until that, that I don't even know how to say that, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> The magic of Disney. The magic. The, ma- the magic. <laughs> the magic of Disney was completely. The veil was pulled back. They said, and I mean, it's 
it spurred a lifelong interest in technology and things like that for me. But right. Um, right. yeah, you know, basically to see that, yeah, all, all the magics now, it's just a bunch of servers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, just a bunch of computers. It was, almost like, it, was yeah. like, it was like Santa. What? There's, where's Santa? Yeah. Close, yeah. How about you? Uh, my favorite Christmas story, um, which will lead to, uh, I, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of original stories, but recently I posted it. You posted it first, and then I posted it with the, the movie um, poster. But for my personal story... Um, my favorite Christmas moment. Um, I have two actually. The first one is I want like I already had the Nintendo and I already experienced that. I experienced the Sega. Oh. You know where I'm going with this. Uh, but for me as a kid, uh, there eight was not eight big Christmas. <laughs> uh, I I wanted the PlayStation. You know, not the first gen the, with the gray and the big put the disc in and the buttons and controllers like this big and dude it was that was what i wanted i wanted that so bad like i got some other major gifts when i was growing up i had the micro machine star wars with all the sets I had the micro machine star trek ships i love had all that i did man i did i loved i had the like did you have the little display and you know, not me. People are going to see this on the podcast, but they're seeing it now. And, you know, I said, little... I said, I said, I said, no, I built it. I built the towns with the micro machines. I probably was way too old playing with them still, but I don't care. Um, Who cares? The micro machine, all the micro machine. I had all the micro machine cities and I would do like plays and shit with, you know, yeah. the cities and the cars. And then yeah. I'd bring in my transformers and my yep. mask and I would create big, super huge battle scenes it was you oh, know yeah, man. again the age before computers is only hell yeah stuff. man but that was that was it and i got like i wanted that and and i think i told my i told my wife this like my family wasn't rich so like they yeah. i was the baby of the family so they spoiled the crap out of me and to really acknowledge that like yeah. playstation playstation was not cheap and for me to get it was just I, I freaked out. I think I ran outside, ran back in. And and it's just the whole point and why I'm getting to this point of the story, especially I, I I'm sorry about the magic of Disney, but <laughs> the whole point of this of this story is is like you have a game and you can go anywhere as a kid. You can go anywhere you want and do whatever you want. Especially if you had the Nintendo or yep. you had the Sega or you had the PlayStation, especially PlayStation, because then it was more of like, was it uh, 64? Wait, yeah, 64 bit. It was bigger, it was better, it was just. Yep. And um, that was my that was my favorite gift. And he had the Micro Machines. Again, I used I to rip, thinking. you know, I loved it, but that was, you know. Place place was a uh, was that only sixty four? I thought that was now ninety four. Yeah, it would have been sixty four. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. And um, that uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a moment. And so eight bit man. Actually, -bit. the original PlayStation was the the original PlayStation was only thirty two. Thirty two. Oh no, sixty four. Okay, thirty two. Yeah, no, it's only it was only no no PS one was only thirty two. Really? Okay, so my bad. That was a uh, 32 bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
still at this point as a kid yeah. you're like oh my god because you know from sega to playstation you're like oh my god so i just I see i just i was all nintendo i was always nintendo's i got a nintendo one in 86 and you know super nintendo in 91 and then n64 and uh 90, 96, 96. Yeah. You know, that was the only one I didn't get. I did not get the Nintendo 64. I got the, I got, well. The most dad, revolutionary of the Nintendos. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I didn't get, I, I skipped that to get the PlayStation. And I have been, I've been PlayStation since 2001. No, no, no. Nope. 90, well, 94 was the 94 was the original PlayStation. Was it? Was it? Yeah. It was a PS2. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. Look at that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 99. That's when I got. 2000 when I got it. Because it was out okay. for a while, right. but I got it. And then when they came out with PS2, I'm like, I need to step up. That's why <laughs> I did that. I need to step up. <laughs> step so you up said, now. so you said, so you said, thanks for that gift. Get the next <laughs> now, please. I'm that kind of guy, I guess. Um, no, that's nice. and that's the thing. But I never got the N64. So the Atari I got to play is like, of course, like at an auction, get all this stuff because my dad had a lot of businesses. And he goes, we go on the auction, we we'll buy this bid, and there was an Atari in there, so I got to experience that. But I got the Nintendo, okay. I got the Super Nintendo. Then Sega came, and I slide. I was like, you know, my deep feelings is I'm more of a Sega guy. So then I got Sega, yeah, and then right to PlayStation. See, I did not go Sega, so yeah. And you know what? I have to, I have to take that back. Because my mind is a little weary because I was in Virginia Beach. 98. 98 was the Christmas I got the PlayStation. 98. Okay. I was super thrilled. I was super ecstatic about that. It was the best gift I ever got. One of them. And then the second Aww. gift was I uh, asked my wife to marry me on Christmas Eve. That's Two sweet. Moments. Two moments. Two moments. Aw. That's nice. So, so, but uh, 8-Bit, man. We want to talk about originality. Yeah, I get it. It's the, it's the Christmas story that meets the new, our generation. I'm going to go our generation of getting consoles. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I know that. that it's, I the red, know. it's the red, it's the red, 8-Bit Christmas is the Red Rider BB gun is re replaced with a Nintendo. And it's in the 80s. Or nineties or whatever you said. It's like early eighties. Well, no, it was, 80, it was it was it was eighty eight. Yeah, it was yeah. late eight. It was late eight, late eighties ish. Eighty six. Yeah. The original Nintendo came out in eighty six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember because I got one. Oh my god, there it goes. Yeah, how did you feel when you got it, dude? How did you feel like you were the kid yeah. in the neighborhood? I no, because I, <laughs> I guess because I lived in the police. I grew up with a lot of spoiled motherfuckers like myself, so we all, there were a lot of us that had them. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't like there was hundreds of people clamoring to get inside and play, like a lot of us had it. Right, yeah. right. Did you have anything that was like, yeah. it's French? <laughs> Rob, it's French, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, yeah, again, we, uh, no, okay. yeah, no, it was, uh, pretty, yeah. All right. Yeah, I love that movie. That's like one of my new Christmas tra- 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 traditions. It was cute. Now. Yeah. It was one of my, yeah, I just cute. get it. I get it. And if you could get, you get it. Like, did you, like, did they give you for Christmas? Or did well, you and I love, and I, and I, what's that? Did you get the Nintendo? Oh, for no, Christmas? I was just, yeah, no, I was very yeah. spoiled. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got kind of whatever I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the kid, okay? Yeah. Right. What was the kid's name? Uh, Keen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the kid. I'm not. The I know kid you're not. Know. You know, a I would never. Be, a I never would have been a gatekeeper. Like if anybody ever wanted to come and play my Nintendo, all my right. friends did. Right. my house was a place that my place my house was a place to hang out at because my parents mm. worked so gotcha. everybody could come to my house after school and we could all do whatever the hell we wanted gotcha. for four hours before my parents got home so like i never turned anybody away i only had my i had my small core group of friends but you know it was so it wasn't hundreds of kids outside and again that's because every we all had everybody had one so it wasn't wow. it was there wasn't a rarity to the nintendo now my n64 in college that was a rarity. Oh, like I remember okay. motherfuckers would come out of the woodwork <laughs> to come and play on my little 15 inch dorm room screen um, and play the N64. Right. You got that. You got that. Because 15 on? inches, a 15, a 15, a 15 inch television screen in, in college in, in yeah. the 90s was a feat unto itself. So, but then you had a Nintendo on that. Yeah. It made you popular. Yeah. Rob, you got that N64? You gonna let me in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me in, Rob. I'll do your homework. <laughs> we, we would have we would have parties, and there'd be like a hundred people downstairs, and there'd be like ten people in my room, like wanting to play Mario Kart. So that's yeah. awesome. So then you were the, the kid. Yeah. At the, then, then you were the kid at the college. Then you were like, all right, you're in. You're in. <laughs> it was pretty easy to get in. You, did you have any weed on you, or were you, you, weed? you got in the door? <laughs> You get in special gifts for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So, which is a great, great question. What's your What's your Sorry, favorite what? Christmas movie? What's your favorite Christmas movie? What's your best? Like Rob's. This is the movie. I'm gonna play with Carla in the room. We're gonna watch it five times. I remember one time, and it's a Christmas tradition. Now, Carly and I, Carly and I have very different tastes in movies. So, no, it's not we, it's not, we don't want to. We don't, especially Christmas movies. She does not dig them. Um, I would say my my favorite is probably still a Christmas story, and it's partly because of you know, there's always this big debate: is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, it's not a fucking Christmas movie. Um, it came out in July. It's a movie that takes. I, I see your face. It's a movie that takes place at Christmas time. And you know what? I would give you, again, I would give you Die Hard as a Christmas movie if it took, if it, like it came out in December. It didn't. It came out in July. So it, it's not, it's a movie that takes place at Christmas time. Now, a Christmas Story is a movie about Christmas. And I remember going to see it because we used, my parents and I used to do like, you know, Christmas Eve movies or a couple days before movie, we would do movies during that week. Right. And I remember seeing a Christmas story then in 1983. So, you know, a movie about Christmas to, you know, there's a nice family memory of Christmas time associated with it. That mm-hmm. to me is a Christmas movie. 
So yeah, that's one I remember. And I'll say Love Actually is probably another one because again, it came out around Christmas time. It was, it took place around the Yuletide. There was Christmassy feeling uh, to all of it. So yeah, those are probably my two. I want to feel something. Um, from the old time collections, I would always say um, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I love What's a Wonderful Life. I love that movie. Um, it's just Which really didn't become a classic until like the 1930s. Really? I or not, sorry, not the 1930s. Like it, it didn't, it didn't, I mean the 1970s. So it came out in the 40s and then it wasn't really till the 1970s when they just ran it all the time that it became like a Christmas tradition. Christmas classic, right. Um, yeah. Well, we just lost the viewers about not Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Oh. I mean, I just, I don't even know what to say to that, Rob. I mean, I thought I knew a guy. And, yeah. Um, why? Why is it a freaking Christmas movie? Convince me. <sighs> All right. First off, you got Christmas music in it. Christmas music in it. Okay. Second off, second off, I have a machine gun too. Ho, ho, ho. I mean, that's just, he didn't say I'm in LA for a week. You know, it's just Chris. It's ho, ho, ho. Christmas. Uh, the, the sticker in the back when he had a gun in it, it said season's greetings. He's at a Christmas party. Is, it's Christmas time. Is <laughs> let me ask you this. Is the Godfather three a Christmas movie? Because it opens and it's Christmas time. Well, it's almost like saying is Iron Man a Christmas Iron Man three a Christmas movie. And I would say Iron Man three is not a Christmas movie. The reason why Iron okay. Man three is not a Christmas movie, because it's 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 based in that time of Christmas. It's it's not a Christmas movie where where Die Hard So is Die he, Hard. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but he's going to a Christmas party. The only reason why he's in LA is because he's going to a Christmas Shit. party. And <laughs> no, he's in LA to he's in LA to get his wife back and he's gotta go to the no, party. No, 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 no. No, he he was going because it's Christmas party. And plus yes. his kids were it was Christmas. It no, was Christmas. no, no. He he was going out to LA to see his kids right, and trying to repair his marriage, and his wife right. so happened to be at a Christmas party. No, he okay, was it. but I no, say Godfather was... Three. There was part of Godfather Three that took place at Christmas time, and they went to a Christmas party. Did that make it a Christmas movie? Was it Godfather Three? I didn't remember that. For Godfather, Three. I thought it was started off as a wedding. There's okay. Don't get wrapped. Don't get wrapped around that. But okay, I mean, sorry, it's but... or like your your. Your example of you know the one that you just said. I mean, that's. I mean, think about Michael Kamen. Iron Man. Well, think about Michael Kamen's uh, whole like uh, soundtrack in that whole movie. It's jingle, jingle, jingles. I mean, it's just the one thing, I and mean, it's one thing after another. But he wasn't there. He was there to see Holly to talk about the kids because he got invited to a Christmas right. party. He could have just went on no, to no, go no, see no. the kids. He did. That's what I thought. He could have, but he wanted to see his That's wife. Her, fine. I, yeah, I'm, not disagreeing, Christmas, right, I'm not disagreeing with you. He, <laughs> he went to a Christmas party. That does not make it a Christmas movie. <sighs> okay, all right. So, uh, I don't know. It's a Chris, Everything's deemed Christmas movie in that whole movie. Like Christmas party. The, it was a robbery, which is they're stealing on was Christmas Was it a Christmas Day. robbery? It was a Christmas robbery. It was a terrorist. You knew that in like 20 what minutes. What shit? <laughs> dude you're not gonna lose this one man no i'm just joking 
well, all right. So let's let's. Th- oh, this is great. This is great. So what defines a Christmas movie? Uh, it's gonna have. I was thinking about this. It, it's got to have some level of, I think, an uplifting message. Um, it's got to have some kind of positivity to it. It's got to have those feel goods, right? It's got to have those feel goods at the end of it. It's got to relate somewhat to that. Um, I don't want to say the magic of childhood because I think there's magic in adulthood, but it's got to have some that that's some kind of magic to it, right? It's got to have that that kind of you you feel positive about the human experience as you walk away from it. That's another one, right? Just go die hard. No, die hard does not. I don't. It, I don't know what you're saying, right? Rob. I, mean, I don't know what you're doesn't... saying, man. I leave getting up from the couch when Hans Gruber goes off the building. I feel good about myself and the human yeah. human race. <laughs> All right. I feel great that John McClane saved those 75 people, 74, because Nakatab, uh, or 70, yeah, 73, because, you know, Alice killed himself. Um, right. You know, I feel good. I feel great. Ring a ding ding. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I won't even, I didn't even say Lethal Weapon was a Christmas movie. I, you could have gave me that one. I could have said Lethal Weapon was a Christmas movie. <laughs> To which I just say you're fucking high because it takes place <laughs> over an entire year. Uh, no, like, it's a, Christ- it's a Christmas. Those, week. I mean, it takes place past the. It no. It's only the week of Christmas. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what defines a Christmas? Okay, so all the Christmas carols. What's your favorite Christmas carol? What's your favorite Scrooge? Oh, um, shit. I had to do that show, you know, I was a theater major in college and I ended up having oh, really? to do that show twice. And I got Yeah, and every time of course I got cast as fucking future because I'm tall. You are um Future doesn't tall. Yeah, Future doesn't in the Dickens version, Future doesn't speak. So that was a great, you know <laughs> wait two hours to come out and point. Um you do wow, point my favorite really well. version of that. I mean I love the I I I did, thank you. I love the Muppet one. <laughs> From when I was a kid, I mean, yeah. I just, I, you know, it's one of my favorite stories, and I've seen probably twenty versions of it, but I can't tell you who was in them or like who who starred in them. I, it's mm-hmm. just I'm drawing a blank, even though I've seen a hundred of them. A hundred of them. So Kermit's the first one that pops in mind. So I'm going to go with the Muppets. Yeah, Kermit is actually one of my favorites. Uh, I love um, the Patrick Stewart one that TNT did. Um, I thought that was that really was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I actually love, I just, you talk about magic and you're talking about how cozy or how talk about how a good movie can make you feel, uh, uh the Jim and Carrey one yeah. that Disney did, that was really fantastic. That's that was probably good? one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Take, turn down, turn off the lights, put a candle on. It's, it's, you're, you're in there. I feel like you're in there. You're, you feel like you are screwed and you can go through this whole time even it's animatic uh anim- <clears throat> uh cartoon it's it's great yeah so all right okay all right so we de- so you're defining so just we don't leave here and we don't have bad friendships now is that die hard to you yeah. is never a christmas movie at all no wow i don't get the same warm feel goods getting off the couch that you do I've always liked the movie. I have not loved the movie. It's all right. It's a good. It's a good flick. Um, 
not one I go back to watch on repeat, though, and certainly not one I think of when I think of a Christmas movie. For me, again, it's that experience of when these movies are released as well, right? Yeah. You know, most of the yeah. Christmas movies I've loved, I've watched them around that Christmas holiday time, and there's mm. an experience surrounding them as well, right? It's got to yeah. kind of get that level of, you know, it's a wonderful life. I remember just watching that with my parents nonstop as a kid, because pretty much, I mean, even though we had cable, even cable back then sucked. So, I mean, you know, you right. pretty much end up watching it three or four times during the holiday season. Right. So, yeah. No, Die Hard, uh, no. I tell you what, this you year. You can earn it. Uh, well. <laughs> I will. Okay. All right. I will. I will. Um, cool. uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I, this year has been kind of weird because we've gone, we're going through the Harry Potters. It's not a Christmas movie. That's not the point. Um, no, it's not. Just really. I don't just think really, they are either. No, no. Um, just really 8 bit has really kind of been my christmas it's been now a new tradition i just absolutely love that movie um i've watched it three times already we can't call it a tradition wow have you new year next yeah i did i watched it three times and i've teared up maybe through twice it's just you know as a as a dad as a new dad and you watch sandy and you've grew up you grew up wanting that toy right and you and and at the end with the whole family aspect and dad aspect it's just it's just it hits you it hits you really it's sweet yeah it is i mean it was it was very sweet it was very well done it's i'll say it's a modern classic i'll see if i watch it again next year before i'll give it a tradition status but yeah right right um yeah i don't think there's anything else as far as the movie part you big you big uh, i know you're a big music guy do you listen to christmas music or no 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 really not after i mean have i heard christmas music i know you've heard christmas music but do you like turn that crap up and be like i actively no no i do not actively i have never actively we so we have a thing with uh whenever we have zoom meetings now we for work, you have to do, sometimes you have to do stand-up meetings with groups. And so when we do like our, you know, roll call or attendance, it's a matter of we'll ask a fun question. And one of the ones we asked in the last week of the, before the holidays was, you know, what is your favorite Christmas song? And I've got to think like the only one I don't really kind of groan at is um, the Christmas wrapping by the wait- waitresses. Came out like 1982. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I, you know. That's one I'll kind of let my toes out. But Frosty and Rudolph, no. Like, you know, even the Rankin and Bass stuff, the Rudolph, the Frosty, yeah. um, Heat Miser, Cold Miser. Um, like Heat Miser and Cold Miser, I will, I, will always li- I will always listen to Heat Miser and Cold Miser. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching the Rankin and Bass stuff around the age of, I don't know, probably when I went off to college. But every year prior to that, I would, yeah, every Christmas I would watch them. Right. No, I, uh, no, I, I have not gone back to them now. How about you? I, 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 uh, I actually have it. Like I said, it's been a crazy year where I haven't. I try to put it on for so, so I try to put it on for Caden, and it's like, but let's watch this, yeah. and he run away and will cry. Put on the, I stop <laughs> stupid, but put on the Polar Express. Oh. That dude is yeah. on the couch, 
and we had to stop. We had to like, all right, but this is it. This is the last time. And he just watches it from sit to sit. Doesn't get up to play with toys. Doesn't get up. Loves the Polar Express. He was like that with Frankenweenie. That is one of the more. That's one of the. That's one of the more terrifying CGI's too, because Polar yeah. Express is old at this point. It's old. Right? So I mean, it's, I find that yeah. to be. I find that to be creepy. Like that's creepy CGI. Um, but yeah. I imagine how the Rankin and Bass stuff, especially the kids now, would be creepy in and of itself. All the stop yeah. motion claymation. Yeah. 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 I just I just want to be a dentist, Rob. I just want to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Christmas song. Actually, I, I we ha- I talked to a partner about this with him. I talked to a partner about what's like Christmas songs. Do you listen to? And I, and she told me hers, and I was like, yeah, it's not the norm. It's actually like, like my favorite three are. I wish every day would be like Christmas by Elvis Presley. And thank God it's oh, Christmas okay. by Queen. Um, you know, Queen oh, did yeah. a song, and it was it's beautiful. And um, yep. what's the third one? I really haven't. I don't. Maybe it's only two. But those are the only two I love. I absolutely love those two songs um cool yeah yeah oh i forgot one more christmas carol bill murray scrooge i love scrooge oh scrooge scrooge was phenomenal yes scrooge was excellent it's just amazing it's awesome i mean you know my dad and i went and saw that in the movies yeah really that was was a a good one oh that's awesome that's an awesome experience rob wow that's an awesome you've oh that's awesome When did that come out? That shit. Oh, let me guess. It was like 90. 87. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Oh, you're getting 80. Yeah. Good job. 89 or 87? You're wrong. 88. 88. Yeah. See? Same time as Die Hard. Yeah. I know. Whatever. Except not the same time of year because Scrooge had the decency to come out around Christmas time. I know. 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 Die Hard came out in July. I know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No. Did you say, did you say, I don't know if I asked you, I said moment, Christmas moment. Did you say yet, what was your favorite Christmas toy? Did you have a Christmas toy that you love? Like you absolutely wanted? I told you mine, but I I didn't ask you. Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, <laughs> I would say getting. I would say I would. Again, I was I was really spoiled. Um, I realized that during these moments, so I kind of always got the toys I wanted. Um, I would say when we got Finn again as a Christmas uh, present to ourselves, that was uh, that was probably yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, you can see him sitting there. In the yeah, room. I know. He came up. He came up as a special guest. Look at him. Look at him. Aww. Hilarious, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I told you my micro machines and PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all I got, man. Uh, I was, I I was uh, gonna, yeah, I, that's all I got. I got nothing else. I said best Christmas moment. You said right. Disney that's took enough. your magic away. So I was like, Oh, sorry, that's not a great moment. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh one no, special it's, it's yeah, fine. you know. Oh. I was I was lucky enough to be able to go to Disney World like every other Christmas as a kid, so I'll take a bit of the magic loss to be able to say I went to the Magic Kingdom that often. Yeah, I actually never been to Disney World. Yeah. Never been. 
Oh, and you're from Florida? Yeah. Okay, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> uh, let me do a special annou- uh, special announcement. There's a couple guys that I know that I work with. They're EMS. They started a new podcast called Frontline Fortitude. So if you guys out there, my viewers or listeners or Mr. Rob himself, want to know what we go through, what we deal yeah. with, and what it's like to be an EMS, especially in the Pennsylvania State or in the country, uh, listen to them. They're great. The great guys, uh, that sounds awesome. 42. Yeah. Uh, they were coming. Wow. They were... That sounds more interesting. <laughs> Shut up. More interesting than ours. Oh, stop. Right. Stop it. Why do you do this? Yeah. This is why you got to be positive, man. I no, that's not my... why we, that's not what people come. <laughs> they don't, I know. Yeah, I'm not the positive side of this. I'm the negative charge on this podcast. I know, I know. There's only a few things. You know what? The great thing about this podcast is we didn't talk about the the guy we don't talk about, the name we don't speak of. You know, it starts with a Z, ends his, ends with an R, two names. Voldemort? Now, Zach Snyder. <laughs> we didn't talk about oh, him. Yeah. Okay, Especially yeah. when we talked about multiverse of DC, we didn't talk about the Snyderverse, you know. But, you know, we didn't talk about it. We didn't get your blood pressure raised. Don't need anymore. to anymore. <laughs> they, we, yeah, no. I mean, they're moving past Snyder. They've already told yeah. them to piss off. So yeah, they this did. Will be he was a very pissed. different movie. Ooh, did you see the tax he did, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. And the only time I get like recently, I, yeah, he did. He texted something saying screw, like. It was sort of like, screw you guys, whatever. They killed me, blah, 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 blah. Something yeah. like that. So. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Oh, done. by the way, I did get a cool Christmas yeah. gift. I got a, um, well, your comics. Thank you. Um, I got um, Horizon. Oh, I screw this time. Zero right Dawn. Ever. Yes. I Horizon just Zero Dawn. Yes. Great game, great I just game. Got that. I just it's got one that. of the uh, it's one of the PS4. It's one of the PS4 original games. So the fact that you and I are playing it now puts us way behind the curve. Hey, you know what? I like being behind. It came out. It came out like it came out with the PlayStation. Yeah, with the PlayStation Four. Really? Is that old? But yeah, it's yeah, it's that old. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm it's, old. Yeah, close to that. Oh. Man, I thought it was an. Oh, well. Um, I but yeah, know? no, just I started playing it. I only started playing it a couple months ago. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good open world goodness. It's got it's got a, it's it's a smaller open world because of the way the walls are constructed and all the way they built the terrain. But it's yeah. it's pretty good. All right. Yeah. I have a Ghost of Tishami rating for you whenever you're ready sir whenever i will borrow that yeah i'm i've got a one game that i'm rule right now mm-hmm. okay now it came out in 12 came out in 2017 so when did the ps4 release ps4 came out 2000 2013 okay 2013. never mind yeah Woo! okay we're not that old man okay so we're not that not old as, it's not <laughs> as yeah it's not as old as the playstation but no, it's really very, you know, open worlds are my thing. So Horizon yes. Zero Dawn is right on the money. And I want to borrow. I, I definitely want to borrow the Samurai one as soon as I get done yes. with this. Yes. Uh, I am. I just got done Spider-Man. When I started Miles, I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? Just yeah. stop. Just stop. 
I only have 5%. Got through Spider-Man. Loved it. And I, I just started Miles, and it's fun. But that's fun. Yeah. I love them. So thank you, and whenever you're ready for it back, sure. let me know. And because I think I want to play it to the end and then give it play it to the end. And then, Oh, well, if you're going to go buy it, then go buy it and give it back to me or keep playing them until you finish it and then get it. it Yeah. Yeah. All right, right, man. Let's, uh, yeah, I got nothing. Pleasure as always. Yeah. Merry Christmas, bro. All right, man. Merry Christmas. Have a good night. You too. Later. That's our show peeps really hope you enjoyed this episode please follow and like our anchor or spotify page and then in our social media world please follow and like our twitter facebook and instagram thank you and have a fantastic safe week